It's 17 minutes now before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, before we go there, just an interesting remark there by uh, Dr. Nogzolamdende uh, in that last clip there saying, you know, she certainly agrees with, uh, I guess, the wrapping of people in uh, that foil type of material uh, to prevent uh, the transmission from the uh, deceased to, I guess, uh, other people of COVID-19. Uh, and I, I found that quite an interesting, I guess, compromise position to say, look, let's maybe try and make the, the part that covers the face or the side of the face more transparent. I agree with that. Uh, because certainly, you know, in our culture, uh, you know, it's, it's really, I guess, abnormal to go and uh, place people in their last resting place without having been able to identify their body or ha having been able to do the necessary rites and rituals. So, um, certainly difficult times and I guess uh, speaks volumes about the abnormality of the situation that we find ourselves in. But uh, let's shift now to the story of Uber Eats drivers who uh, are planning to embark on a nationwide strike on Friday. Uh, this over delivery fee cuts that have uh, 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 set to reduce their earnings or have done so already and uh, drivers uh, are committing to remain offline on Friday and uh, pickets are planned outside some of the big fast food outlets and the group will also protest outside the uh, uh, Uber office in Santon and uh, the demands are quite simple here an increase in the pickup fee from 10 rand to 20 rand and uh, an increase in uh, the per kilometer uh, fee after the first two kilometers uh, from 4 rand to 6 rand so an increase of 2 rand in the per kilometer fee after the first two kilometers. I'm joined on the line by Dwayne Bernard, uh, who is uh, a driver with Uber Eats and organizer of the Uber Drivers Partners SA. Dwayne, good evening to you and welcome. Evening, Aya. Evening to your listeners. Dwayne, I, I guess a good starting point for many of our listeners who might be familiar with the app because they order on the app uh, is yes. to try and maybe explain to us how many of the people who would deliver the food, uh, who drive scooters, who drive vehicles, uh, you know, and uh, get our food to us. How are they paid? Uh, and what is, I guess, the sort of uh, uh, relation between Uber, the platform, the fast food retailer, and of course, the drivers as well? Okay, 100%. Aya, as Uber Eats drivers, um, we are all independent contractors for um, that sign contracts for Uber Eats. So literally, we're the courier company that carries the food from point A being the restaurant to point B being the customer on behalf of Uber Eats via their app. Um, so that's, that's what the driver is. Um, that's the role of the driver partner. Well, we call driver partners by Uber Eats. Um, we are not employed by them, so we work independently, which means that we can work at our own time and that type of thing. Our fight comes with them with regard to the rates, as, as you've said. Um, where mm. they, as if they call us partners, they don't ever discuss price reductions or anything to do with fees or with money. Um, so they've sort of strong-armed and bullied us over the past few years where they would just do whatever they want to, whenever they want to, and drivers would just accept it and be quiet and that type of thing, where we've eventually now come to a point in December when they've dropped our fee again. Um, when we've decided, no, no, we need to unite as drivers now, even though we work independently, we need to all unite as little businesses and come together and fight um, what Uber Eats is doing to us. 
Mm, mm, mm. Um, talk yeah, to me about um, uh, the demands you're making here. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the demands. Okay, 100%. So, Aya, we've asked them, as, as a driver, we've had the option where you could um, accept cash orders or not, um, which Uber Eats took away from us in December, and they've now uh, yesterday released in the press that they're going to give us back that option on Monday again. Um, they've closed their offices, so we didn't have any face-to-face communication or contact with Uber Eats at all. Everything was done online. They've also announced on their webpage that they're opening the Green Heights uh, hubs in June. So they, they're answering some of our grievances. It's just the money where they, they, they're refusing to, to get back to us regarding the money. And I'll give you a breakdown um, just, just so that the public knows exactly how much Uber Eats makes in the whole deal. Um, I'll, mm. I'll work it out on, on a meal for, let's call it a meal for 200 bucks. You order 200 rand meal from McDonald's, sure. right? Your restaurant is charged okay. 30% on that meal by Uber. Above the 30%, mm. the restaurant pays 9 rand delivery fee for that meal. If you Aya, stay five and a half kilometers or five kilometers away from your McDonald's or whichever restaurant you're ordering from, you'll pay a fee as the customer of 15 rand, right? The mm. driver then gets paid for that five-kilometer trip. It works out to around 27 rand that the driver gets paid. So Uber pays four How rand. How much? To, pardon? 27, 27 bucks. This is no. for five kilometers, right? Okay, sure. Uh, um, so Uber will pay three rand towards the driver's fee out of the whole picture. So the restaurant pays the driver, the customer pays the driver. Uber pays three rand to the driver. So remember now, Uber has made 30% on the 200 buck meal, which is 60 rand. So out of the 60 rand, Uber pays three rand to the driver and they go home with 57 rand. Sure. Yeah. So restaurant really? loses. Dwayne, and I then to, remember, I, the driver yeah. has to Dwayne, use his I want own us to bike. pause here. Dwayne. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Dwayne, let, let, let's pause here uh, because yeah. I think uh, we'll come back to the other sort of risk uh, yes, that yes. fall on the driver. They have to come with their own transport. They need to service it. it. They need to make sure it's filled up, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's pause here now, take a quick spot break. When we come back, we'll continue. Nine minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope this evening and uh, speaking to Uber Eats drivers who are embarking on a nationwide strike on Friday. And I'm joined on the line by Dwayne Bernard, who is uh, an Uber Eats driver and the organizer of the U- Uber Drivers Partners SA. Dwayne, uh, we had to go to a break there, but I want no, you no, to come back the- to the point that you were making about uh, the disproportionate risk carried by many of the drivers in this relationship mm-hmm. uh, and uh, effectively getting, I guess, the short end of the stick here. Yes. Okay. So with this, um, as you know, drivers use their own vehicles, whether it's a car, whether it's a motorbike, you use your own phone, your own data. So like I was saying, in this whole scenario, um, we feel that Uber, their profits are huge. I mean, as you can see, just from that one meal that I've broken down for you, 
Um, these guys are making crazy profit. And we understand as a business, you, you open a business to make profit. Um, we're not ignorant to that. But all we're saying is, look, guys, we are doing most of the work using our own tools. You don't give us tools to do the work with. Um, it's just your app that we're using. So just give us we your courier company. I mean, if, if I am sure you've sent a, a parcel or a document via a courier, there's no courier sure. that's going to charge you 20 bucks for, for, for a call-out fee or a pickup fee and then six rand a kilometer thereafter, which is what mm. we're asking for. And we, we are courier drivers. That's what we are. We are co- little courier companies carrying an item from point A, as I said earlier, to point B. Dwayne, I mean, I feel like we, we find ourselves at a similar point to where we were potentially 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, with the drivers of Uber, sort of the main company, so, yes, yes. so the transport-focused uh, 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 one, mm. where the debate is around this unilateral determination of prices on the part of the platform, the disproportionate risks that sit with yourselves as the drivers, uh, yeah. and I guess this time around, some of the pressure coming from the restaurants themselves. As well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes me wonder whether or not, uh, I guess, there shouldn't be, you know, some form of a cross-organization across the platform economy more broadly. Because uh, it seems, you know, tomorrow we might see a flare-up of the Bolt guys, and uh, the next day it might be something else. Um, uh, talk to me about your experiences in trying to organize what's coming up on Friday. Okay. Um what we've done, how we've done this, um, it was an impossible task that I don't know. It's only God that made this possible. But the drivers have got little groups that they form. As you know, um, a lot of tribal groups, if I can call it, we've got drivers from different countries, and they tend to stick together. So each they'll form a little WhatsApp group where they protect each other and where the guys will share certain information and stuff like that. So I've managed to get all the groups together. I've managed to get leaders from each different group. So I've got about 30 guys across the country, Cape Town, Durban, Port Elizabeth, and Gauteng. We're about 30 guys that sit, and then we discuss issues um, relating to driver matters. And I thank um, God that the guys have accepted us. It was a bit difficult. You get you get the two or three that, that are against you um, that don't want to be led, if I can call it that, or don't want anyone to to deal with them or to speak on their behalf. But the majority of the guys have come on board and said, guys, thank you. You guys are our voice. Thank you. You guys are fighting for us. And I think this is how, I think it's the only way you can take on companies like these e-hailing companies who so cleverly work on a strategy of divide and dominate where They know that each person is an individual. You've got no employee rights. You've got no labor law rights, that type of thing. So the only way is to get everyone united, and that's how you can fight them. Um, And I I think that's been been our win, the fact that um, the guys have just acknowledged, hey, on our own, because we've had strikes before over the past couple of years, and they've never, ever mounted to anything, and nothing has ever come from them because... There have been strikes where there's only a fraction that will fight for something. Um, it hasn't been a united force fighting together, which is how now we, we've, we've actually got Uber to sit back and to listen to us. They might deny it in the media. I read something in Times Live um, where they're saying, oh, no, they don't see how one person can gather everyone together. But we're doing it, and we've done it. Um, so, yeah, um, I think that's the only way. It's just unity with the drivers. The drivers need to see their value. They need to see how much they mean to the industry. 
And they don't need to be ridiculous because, like I say, what we're asking for is not ridiculous. We know that the company still needs to make money. Um, Uber Eats is a great platform. Their technology is light years ahead of anyone else in the market. Um, that's why they've got the share of the market. No one can touch them when it comes to technology. But mm. we're saying to them, guys, you can't take advantage of us because of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I guess, you know, to the point that you're raising, which is, you know, there are always going to be those even when, you know, a struggle like this is in their interest. We're not going to take yes. it up. Um, and, and I think that that just is the Aya, reality it, of it, things it, as they stand. Desperation, you know? Aya. You've got guys coming mm. with asylum. Um, you've got asylum seekers who Ish. have now got an opportunity to get a job, a legal job where they can legally do work and that type of thing. So for some of these guys, it's desperation where they're willing mm. to go home with a 500 bucks a week um, and just buy food. Uh, so literally putting your life at risk for a slice of bread. Um, and we, we, we've managed to explain to these guys, guys, you are actually running a business. You are not working for someone. Um, mm. You could have gone and worked in someone's garden and got 500 bucks a week. You're waking up early in the morning. You're on the road for 12 hours a day see your value, see your worth. And the guys are opening up their eyes to, to realize this. How's the company responding? Uh, I read something in Times Live today um, where they're saying that they, they, they only acknowledge that a few guys are not happy about the rate. Um, a few guys are saying that since, <laughs> listen to this, you should read Times Live, you're going to laugh at the article. Um, they're saying that only a few guys have responded um, to say that they're not happy with the decrease in rate. So I'm like, but guys, we shut Joburg down. How can you say only a few guys? We shut the whole of Joburg down for a whole weekend. We're going to shut the whole country down <laughs> until you sort us out. So that's what I'm saying. So they, they kind of just play the ignorant card and, oh, we don't know. And yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's, uh, it's certainly one of those, um, I guess, unsettling things. Uh, that we continue to find with the introduction of the platform digital yeah. economy in South Africa. Uh, and maybe a last question, Dwayne. Uh, yeah. It's about Friday. Uh, yeah. Talk us through, I guess, the mechanics of what's going to happen on Friday because uh, many of the people who listen to the show are some of your customers. Yes, 100%. I want to apologize to the customers in advance. I know that the, um, Uber Eats is extremely convenient um, and we thank them for using it because, I mean, they're keeping us in work. So we just ask them to bear with us on Friday Please just pack a lunchtime if you're going to work. Please go and buy something at Woolies or at your local shop on the way home to eat. Um, but just for Friday, we, we, we want to go offline. We want to show Uber Eats our value, our value in this chain. Um, so we're asking customers just to bear with us for Friday, please. Um, we thank them, though, for using the platform. And we do ask them to continue using the platform after Friday. Um, but we, we really just want to show Uber Eats that, look, we, we are united and we know what we want and we're not being ridiculous. Just treat us with a little bit more respect and a little bit more, um, just give us a little bit more. That We're asking for two rand more um, per kilometer, which is not much. Okay, uh, Dwayne. Thank you so much uh, for that. And I, I guess, you. you know, the expectation on our end as consumers is that uh, we must express solidarity. Um, yeah. And I think that uh, that's the bottom line. And so certainly uh, I'm going to join uh, uh, that picket line and uh, certainly, you, I guess, uh, switch off my app uh, for the entire weekend. And I encourage many of the other listeners to do the same. 
Thank you, uh, as uh, we try and express solidarity to these workers that are organizing themselves. And as Dwayne was saying, uh, yeah, only God knows how they've been able to organize this. And uh, so <laughs> certainly from us here at Metro FM Talk, uh, Dwayne, we wish you and uh, many of your comrades strength uh, during this difficult moment and uh, wish you all of the best on Friday and uh, certainly uh, uh, on our end express solidarity with the struggle you undertake. Thank, thank you so much, Aya. We appreciate the platform. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks, Aya. Thanks to your listeners. Awesome stuff. Dwayne Bernard there, Uber Eats driver and organizer at uh, Uber Drivers Partners SA. And uh, we express solidarity because Nati was in Dawson's and Sibinzi. Uh, and uh, on that note, 9 p.m. is the time. We're going to have to leave it here. And uh, of course, uh, we take straight.